together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 13, verse 16 to verse 20. When Jesus had washed the feet of his disciples, he said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I'm not speaking of you all. I know whom I have chosen. It is that the scriptures may be fulfilled. He who ate my bread has lifted his heel against me. I tell you this now before it takes place. Then when it does take place, you may believe that I am he. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who receives anyone whom I send receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. Chapter 13 of the Gospel of John, it's quite interesting in a sense that it, it reveals to us the heart of God in the person of Jesus Christ. The beginning of the chapter starts with Jesus at the mill, at the table. Then he gets out, he gets off rather, and he starts serving by washing the feet of his brothers. He washes the feet of his disciples. Now, probably when I say he washes the feet of those who were there. Why would he do that? That was done by a servant. A servant washed the feet of his master as he came back from the town, the villages, or wherever he had gone to. He prepared him as the other servants prepared the table. Because he's been to many places and he can't take the dirt from outside into inside. But spiritually he can't take the unholiness, the evil into his house, which is supposed to be a place of safety, which is supposed to be a, a holy place. And Jesus washes the feet of his disciples. And it has the same significance. But except Jesus is being a servant here. He serves his disciples. A master serving the students. And he teaches them by doing. You want to know leadership Servant, leadership, look at this. But he washes them from their past, from their sinful selves, from their failures. He gives them a new start, a new beginning. And do we not cry out for that?
and you start a new beginning, a new way of doing things. And somehow we long for someone who can give us this new start. Who look at us with a different eye, a different perspective. Who's willing to see us change for better. And so Jesus gives us this new lease into life. And we are given an opportunity to to grow and to become better. And so as Jesus washes their feet, he makes them clean. Physically clean, but as well as spiritually clean. How many of us are longing for that? And some of us feel that we, we're not in a good space with God. We're not at right with God. We're not even at right with ourselves. We're not at right with our brothers and sisters. We've harmed them by word and deed, by action and omission. And so this is a, a new start, a new beginning to come home to ourselves. To acknowledge that we may have messed up. We may have sinned. We may have done that which is despicable. But as the Lord washes the feet of the disciples, somehow he washes our feet. It gives us a new start. But I also find this absolutely interesting. That Jesus, who is a master, lives like a servant. And he says, I want you to know that. Then it also opens a chapter, a window for us to peep through. And we see the hurt that Judas has caused in his life. He knows that Judas will betray him and he still washes his feet. He knows that Judas will will, will hurt him, but he still wants to be with him. And those things do happen in our lives. That those whom we love the most are capable of hurting us greatly. Those whom we trust are capable of betraying us. And that's a reality of life. Not at all times, but some of the times it may happen. But there's also another element that speaks to me. God is able to confront the truth in the person of Judas. And Jesus has to come to terms with his own reality. 
And that's one of the most difficult things at times for some of us, to accept the reality. Not to wish for that which is not real and to live in this nostalgic concept of how things could have been. So the Lord invites us to face the truth, to face the reality, and to be at peace with ourselves. Then the the author puts on the words of Jesus the fulfillment of the scriptures when he cries out the betrayal of Judas. And how does one sit with someone who hates you? How does one find solace in God? And then Jesus warns his disciples that you will go out. Some may receive you. Some may reject you. But go back to that principle. Do you know who you are in God? Have I found, have I made my home in him? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God be with you. May Almighty God bless you. Almighty God guide you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen.